Hello. It has been some time. We are back. Yes, you can't get rid of us. Yeah, this has been a very turbulent few uh, weeks and months for us, but we're trying our best to be present. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though it's not December, and the December is when you usually get presents, but we are yeah. talking well, about we're the, the gift other... that keeps on giving. We're talking about the other kind of present, though, you know, because <laughs> the English language is so weird, like present, presents, presents, all that stuff, whatever. Uh, this is a 616 show. We are the show that talks about everything related to pop culture. That can be comic books, movies, uh, your mother's ass, whatever. It's just a, it doesn't <laughs> matter. So we are here to talk about what you're talking about on the Internet. A lot has happened that we haven't been able to discuss because, like I said, reasons uh we'll call it a season finale a season finale this season that this is a a a 24 7 year-round show there are no such thing as seasons (laughs) oh and and speaking of this is haven i'm not haven but the other person on the the other voice you're hearing is haven (laughs) and i am eugene see look at that we were talking like you guys already know who we are you don't know who we are what the heck are we i mean we're the 616 show we are a household brand at this point our YouTube uh, followers know who we are. We have a pretty decent following, which we need to keep working on. Our TikTok followers kind of know us, too. Oh, yeah. But as far as our podcast listeners, all four of you, whatever you are. Only the real only the real ones know us. <laughs> all four of you. Anyway, we're going to get our show kicked off. We're not going to dilly-dally because you don't really care about what we've been up to. You will eventually, hopefully, but not right now. <laughs> We don't need to be like certain people we follow who can talk for 40 minutes and then start the show. So let's lead off with uh, movie theaters. Let's go with that. Barbenheimer. <laughs> Barbenheimer. Barbie slash Oppenheimer. Uh, that released this week. And it looks like they made a pretty good amount of money. Let's see. Barbie has earned over $150 million this week. So, so wow. far this weekend. As of this recording, this recording is... Just before Monday, mm-hmm. Oppenheimer has earned. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I am not seeing the number, but I'm sure it earned a pretty decent amount of money. Oh, I don't doubt that. With it, it has a 90 like Metacritic score, and Barbie has an 81. Were you expecting Ooh. those numbers at all for either of these movies? I was. I was. Uh, here we go. Box office 172. 174 million. Wow. Wow. So it made a little bit more money than Barbie. These are numbers as of, well, we'll call this Sunday, but that's really good. So, anyway, uh, before I answer your question, a lot of social media has been kind of ripping on the movie industry. They've been saying that this is a bad time to release movies. All these movies are bombing. And we can go down the list. I mean, Indiana Jones, Haven has loved, but uh financially it has bombed the flash has bombed the <laughs> any of the pixar movies i think it was elemental that has bombed i mean these movies have not been doing well but then you look at these two and spider-verse of course and they're yeah. doing pretty well so to answer your question what i i i totally expected that because first of all there was a lot of build-up and a lot of hype and great marketing for these movies so i mean people got i mean i saw i can't tell you how many friends i saw wearing pink going to movie theaters are you on, serious on my feed yeah on my my facebook uh twitter if i still use that instagram feed <laughs> but and yeah and i say 
there's a lot of questions that came up. It's like, I didn't even know you went to movies. I didn't even know you watched movies, but okay, whatever. <laughs> so it's been a lot of great marketing. It's been good. Uh, a lot of hype, like I said. And really the big thing with this for me is that these are, this is something new. Mm-hmm. Um, For me, I think the reason why movies like The Flash, like Indiana Jones are have done so terribly is because, I mean, did we really need these movies? I mean, yeah, Indiana Jones is great, especially if you're a fan of the franchise. But did we really need a fifth movie? We'll call it the the uh, the fifth in canon. We yeah. know, but the Flash. I mean, the like we've discussed ad nauseum, the DC extended universe is done. Did we really need another one? And here's the thing: we still yeah. have two more coming out. We have. Aquaman uh, and Blue Beetle ish, which we will talk about soon. So mm-hmm. we're just you keep feeding people things that they don't want, and it is reflecting in the attendance. Now you bring in something like Barbie, Mattel, a Mattel product, and of course a Christopher Nolan movie that you know, he only releases a movie every 10 years, whatever it is. <laughs> and people are gonna come and see this stuff. I mean, this this it made perfect sense. I totally expected these movies to succeed. What about you? I thought they would do mediocre. I knew they would get asses in seats because of the names attached, like Margot Robbie, Christopher Nolan. You say Christopher Nolan, a million fanboys are, you know, soaking their pants. But do you think the reason the movie got like so big and blew up so much Oppenheimer joke Mm -hmm. uh, is because of like the nuclear meme of Barbenheimer? Do you think that like got people who wouldn't see it to see it? Yeah, I mean, that's another thing, too, I saw this weekend, is a lot of people were doing double features, which is insane. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were doing double features. Um, No, I, I like I said, any, any kind of press outside of, you know, really toxic and negative press is good like press. Like MCU press right now? <laughs> sure, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is good press for a movie. So whoever came up with and and trademarked barbenheimer only helped their cause and And i I was gonna say and i think what really helped too is there's such they're two such dynamic contrasting movies you have pink and shiny and versus dark and gritty and (laughs) that that does make for a really great double feature so it it works I, i think it works yeah the yeah everything about what really helps movies nowadays too, and and I, I'm glad they've been able to embrace is social media and that kind of marketing. You know, put something out there. It's kind of like, do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. You're you're probably too young for this, but when the Matrix came out, you know, they launched like the, a website and they built a lot of uh, hype and press around that. The yeah. Blair Witch Project mm-hmm. for for I don't God I don't even know how long for years people thought. That was a real legit movie, you know that 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 yeah, was like a, a documentary. Yeah, and the website they built for that too created so much hype because it was so much discussion on if this was a real life event that happened that they captured on video. It was it's just crazy. So the fact that these two have been able to capitalize on that type of marketing and play to all the jokes and the memes and stuff, it helped. It helped. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I got a fun little piece of trivia for you. Did you know this is not the first time 
a Nolan movie has had this kind of meme success? It's not the first time. No. What would be the other one? It was a double feature of The Dark Knight and Mamma Mia getting released on the same day, being named The Dark Mama. I don't remember that. (laughs) It wasn't as successful, but it it went around for a little bit. And I've been seeing all these memes now saying, like, The Dark Mama walked so Barbenheimer could run. No, no. But but here's the difference with that, though. It's like, I don't think they needed to build any hype or press for the Dark Knight. I mean, you had Batman Begins like two or so years before. Mm -hmm. And that introduced a different kind of Batman. So, I mean, you were going to get people to return for this. And you and you had uh, the. The. I guess, controversy of. Uh, Heath Ledger as the Joker because he was, you know, you saw all this stuff, you know, he he was the posters of him painting Why So Serious in blood. It just looked like a very gritty, dark version, like an even darker version of mm-hmm. Joker. We could have that. So that movie had done so much for itself to build that. So I don't I don't I don't want to give Mama Mia that much credit for it. <laughs> I don't know. I th- I felt like the the dark if you took Mama Mia out of it, the Dark Knight probably would have still made that billion or two whatever it was <laughs> regardless you know i concede ah <laughs> uh, yeah but you know what you know <laughs> I, I don't know that's i mean it's the dark knight it's one of the greatest superhero movies of all time it's a gangbuster it's like yeah. an evergreen it never goes out of style everyone yep. will always love that movie all mama mia did was put their name on the project they did nothing to <laughs> help help with with its with its financial cause or financial success this is i'm looking at right now one billion dollars is how much it made yeah i'm sure i don't i don't think mama mia contributed to (laughs) no one's doing double features i don't know how many double features you can say existed (laughs) (laughs) or not how many double features happened with that so uh okay but anyway uh that's yeah that's that's kind of my explanation, my reasoning for why Barbenheimer is doing so well. Mm-hmm. But again, other movies are suffering. So, I mean, do, what are your thoughts? Though? I mean, do you, am I being crazy for saying that people are just sick of getting the same old stuff? Like, no, I think you're completely, you know, on par. The problem is people want new stuff with stuff they're already familiar with, like Mando, Ahsoka, all that stuff. They want something safe, digestible, easy. And so I think that's hurting a lot of movie studios and people trying to branch out and do something new and daring. Yeah, it is a kind of a gamble. It's it's Hollywood doesn't want to take these gambles. You want to you want to to put your money into things that, you know, are going to have the greatest amount of return, obviously, which is why we have 10 Fast and Furious movies, which is why we have. <sighs> seven transformers movies i mean these are financial you know workhorses that are that guarantee to put money so i mean that's what butts and seats and get you money so but there is a lot of reward though for taking something like barbie the, and just watching it explode like this no pun intended but <laughs> yeah I, I think we need more of this this is what people need i mean the greatest example too is obviously the mcu i mean it is it is what it is at this point we're trying our best to, to love it but it's the same stuff we've had and they're they are struggling it's to on recapture. life support 
they're struggling to recapture that magic. So yeah, then, and they're just trying to feed us the same magic, hoping that it works. But Come sometimes, on, it. It. sometimes in a marriage, you just have to try different things and do different things, and just understand that it's it's not the same as when you first met. You know. Yeah. So you're suggesting the MCU tries a little bondage, maybe a blindfold, something like that. You know what? What whatever gets butts and seats. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of butts, but we're going to oh. shift to a new topic. See, it has been so long on my segues of just you use it or lose it, man. Atrophy. So we're going to shift to Invincible. Invincible, Invincible. We haven't talked about Invincible for a while because it hasn't been on our streaming services for, God, like a year or two. It's been a while. I almost want to say like three years, it feels like. It's been forever, but we are waiting to see uh, a season two trailer we've got some images we had a teaser but in the meantime yeah, we just got the poster in the meantime we are getting some things here and there so it looks like we are getting uh some mortal combat content it looks like peacemaker has found a new team to run with which is pretty formidable <laughs> uh video game we're getting and it looks like we got kind of an origin background story you said on a yeah. character. So Haven, go yeah, go and go and inform us. Yeah, so yesterday they just or yesterday being Saturday, I won't say the date, but uh they dropped an Adam Eve origin special episode on Amazon. And it was pretty good. I was not that into Adam Eve in the comics or familiar with her, but watching her story like this, it was pretty damn good and fucking brutal. Yeah, she's a like, she's a really I'm good character. Sure. I mean, in the books, I mean, and she is one of those characters that, I mean, I think she's, well, we're not going to spoil it for people who haven't read it. You should have read it by now because it I has mean, been. At this point, there's no excuse. It's been how many years since the show came out? You should have picked up a book. Come on, but she is, she's there through the end of the entire series. Mm-hmm. But anyway, continue. But. Uh... But yeah, so you said uh, a brutal past. Yeah, brutal past. Uh, it, I wasn't expecting them to go like so surreal and in depth, like with her character, like her powers and just how she's the goddess of all creation, basically. But like, mm -hmm. it makes sense with her powers. All the characters are kind of like a parody or an amalgam of you know other comic characters because the the book was kind of a jokey when they first did it, so. It was like, you know, oh, Robot Man is like, you know, Red Tornado or whatever, wanting to be human. But I think Adam Eve stands alone on herself. Like, I don't think there is a direct comparison or correlation between her and any other character in comics. Mm -hmm. Like, Robert Kirkman has said himself, like, multiple times, like, she is his favorite character. And I think it shows. That's good. And you know what? I like that. I like these little one shot kind of background things. Uh, a lot of shows have done that in the past. And I think it does help connect us to, you know, them as side characters in the bigger story, because at the end of the day, this is uh, Mark Grayson's story. So we're, it's a lot of him. And what the books also did too, is they did those things where they would segue or kind of take a different path and give you a background. I think the, uh, the best example was, um, was it monster girl or is that her name? Yeah. 
that whole time travel crazy stuff that happens with her. But <laughs> we had a couple. We had a, a bitty, a pretty big sidebar with her, and it really created that. But I, I like that we're doing that though, because if you can't do it in the show, and you think that it's going to distract from the larger plot and kind of segue way too much out of bounds, then yeah, give us these little, these little sneak peeks, little single episode things like i said for these characters i i would absolutely take that and i hope that they follow suit and do one on battle cat because that's just a treasure trove like you could do a whole spin off of him that just a you know space cat warrior just mauling people he said in the interview i did with him a couple months ago that he had like a whole battle cat like spin off mini series like worked into invincible but they didn't green light it, so he's just been sitting on it and wants to do something with it. So <laughs> hopefully that means we could get some Battle Cat in the future. So I, 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 I'm a bad friend. I should have stopped you and corrected you, but I just was just, I was just imagining oh, this whole time. Oh, fuck you. I just realized I'm saying Battle, <laughs> battle Beast. It's a battle, yeah. Oh, I'm but, literally looking at a Battle Cat figure, and that's why. It's but Battle brain. Cat would be cool. A battle Cat could totally work in the Invincible Universe. That could totally work. Go to hell, you shut up. <laughs> uh battle no battle beast would be a great one too. And battle beast, I think if we get one of those, it's gonna it's gonna hit more once you know we get to a certain part in the series that involves um battle beast and and certain fights and, and his contribution to uh saving the universe. I'm just I'm just disappointed in myself. I'm are you still stuck I, I on that? Wanna... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to end the call right now. You you broke me, sir. <laughs> no, it was it, it's great. It worked. What if Battle Beast <laughs> and Battle Cat linked up and 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 they they crossed universes and had an adventure? That'd be kind of cool. You know what? That's that's a He-Man comic they should be making right now because they've been crossing over with freaking everything right now. They have Godzilla and King Kong crossing over with the Justice League. However, that's gonna work. Yeah, like, how do you just explain Godzilla showing up one day? <laughs> but yeah, uh, so you have a an invincible video game, video game two, which yeah, that that could be fun. You know, uh, it obviously needs needs yeah. to be like a hard M rating, of course. <laughs> I think they should just go like full hard R with it because it's a Kirkman property. It's full of blood, gore, and badass. It's not supposed to be for kids. I, you know, some kids will want to play it, and that's where they'll get most of their bread and butter. But they know where they're going to make their money off this game, and who yeah. wants to play it, and what they're expecting. I am excited to see Omni Man go up against Homelander in Mortal Kombat. Uh, I mean, this is something the fans have been waiting for since day one. <laughs> and we also got Peacemaker too. Don't forget, Peacemaker is going to be in this. I'm a little surprised. Well, no, it makes sense. You know, more like Warner Brothers. So I guess you get that crossover with DC characters. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't. I, I, I'm gonna watch a lot of streams of people mastering these characters. So that should be fun. And hopefully, I we feel can... sad for Peacemaker. For Peacemaker. Yeah, he. I just feel like him get, getting in this video game. He's just kind of getting overshadowed by freaking Omni Man and Homelander. <laughs> if we can get a costume variant of Peacemaker just in his whitey tidies and his helmet. People would play that. They'd use that to troll. <laughs> they would use that character to oh, troll. Oh, you know fights. they would spend all the money on that. Yeah. So I think it'll, I think it'll be fine. And you know what? Let's we need more John Cena in our lives. 
That's true. Vitamin C. No. Vitamin C. But, you know, vitamin C is good. But let's talk about vitamin B, as in Blue Beetle, another Ooh. DC property. So I am going to pull up an article here. It looks like Blue Beetle is projected to, <laughs> according to Box Office Pro, it's projected to earn between 12 to 17 million at the domestic box office. Ouch. Oh my God. I mean, I wish I had 12 or 17 million, <laughs> you know, and just, and again, again, could complain about not having enough money, but that is not a lot of money for this movie. And this goes on to say that this will be the worst opening weekend. If this happens, it will be the worst opening weekend for a DCEU film. Since Wonder Woman 84. Eesh. Yeah. I mean, do you think they're just like trying to be conservative, you know, like just with the flash debacle, they're acting like, oh, yeah, we're only expecting this kind of doing a little reverse psychology. So they're like, oh, yeah, we made more than we expected. I'm sure there's there's a little bit of that. But uh, again, going back to the thing we talked about in the very beginning, it's just. Outside of the hardcore fans of Blue Beetle, why do I need to go see this movie? Well, A, George Lopez, B, Miguel from Cobra Kai. Like, those two alone, I think, will get a lot of butts in seats. Sure, but it's also, but also the character Blue Beetle. It's not, he's not Iron Man. I know they model them after. They're modeling him kind of after Iron Man as far as his uh, a power set and abilities and mm-hmm. the suit experience, but I don't know. Iron Man Iron Man was still a larger, more important character as outside of Blue Blue Beetle is literally still like a C or D list tier character. But and... you know what? Up until the Iron Man movie, I would argue too that Iron Man being you know, he's always been a main stake in the marvel universe he's been a founding member of the avengers but until that movie he was basically a c-list character too like he was just old shellhead oh absolutely i think this movie could propel blue beetle to being like a robert downey jr sized movie so that's that's going to be the important part too it's going to have to hit uh early on and attract more people as it makes its run in theaters. It's not going to be that kind of movie where, you know, so many people are going to flock to see it and it's going to make so much money to start with and then taper off. It's going to have to probably be one of those things where people are going to have to hear how great it is and then come and watch it and make its money that way. Now that's not going to make as much money as it would the traditional way, but I feel like that's the only way it would work, especially with these projections. I'm sure they're looking at ticket pre-sales and audience opinions and stuff like that and what people are talking about if they're going to go see it. But it's also, I don't, I don't, it's also kind of the problem too, with a character like that is when you're the DC, you've, you're, you're trying to sell a character that isn't one of the founding seven. Like you have the most, like I've always said this, you guys have the most popular and the most famous comic book characters in history on your roster. And, you're using Blue Beetle just to kick off your thing. I mean, it's just couldn't use Green Lantern. You couldn't use, you know, your new Superman. You couldn't even try try a new Batman if you could. Like, you're trying to 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 restart and get everyone hyped for a character that 
has only really been around since what two that the, the mid 2010s i'm talking about jaime not uh yeah the character not blue beetle as the legacy character yeah so that that's kind of the problem too is like you're you're a sandwich shop trying to sell me i don't know the ice cream or something it's like you guys are known for your sandwiches i mean you're known for superman be known for the the justice league give me something i don't know that's my opinion of it though i get where you're coming from but i'm i'm in the camp where i'm thinking you know i'm not you know putting all my chips on whether like you know blue beetle is going to be the savior of the dcu i think He's a nice little appetizer to be like, okay, here's the direction we're going. This is what you can expect. And I think it's going to help a lot of new people fall in love with him. I think it's going to make Jaime like a namesake and household brand. I get that. And I, I can, I can see that, but that also, that also hinges on this movie succeeding. Now, if the movie is great and people love it, that's a great starting point for it. But if it flops and it's much worse than we thought it was, that's not going to be a good good sign for the future of the DCU, because how are you going to convince people to come and watch the next movie that comes out? You know, it's kind of like the MCU thing. It's like, well, this, the last one you put out sucked. Why is this one going to be any better? So you kind of have, it's a big, it's a high risk, high reward kind of thing. And you know, the way I see it, I get that, but I, I don't think Blue Beetle's going to suck. Like, I, There's nothing in me that says this movie's going to flop worse than The Flash. Uh, I think we've, we've said it about a couple movies. True, but everything I've seen, like, I, I do not believe this is going to be like one where the best scenes we've seen are in the trailer. I think this is going to hold up. This is going to raise Jaime to a new level. I, I, I'm, a, I'm in the Blue Beetle camp. I will okay. rep the hat. I will rep the shirt. Like... I'll get the tattoo. Okay. You heard it here. Haven Haven's going to bet all his chips on Blue Beetle. Yes. I did I didn't uh I did tell you though I picked up a first appearance issue recently, so mm. just in case, just just as in, as insurance if if hey, if he does well, then so does my investment. So <laughs> we'll see. All right. So yeah, what do you guys think about uh, all the stuff? Have you seen Barbenheimer? Is it worth the double feature price? Uh, Invincible. Are you excited for Invincible? Because I mean, what else do we have to be excited for as far as superhero stuff? Uh, DC is kind of <laughs> we're, we're we'll see what happens with Blue Beetle. The MCU needs um needs to really look in the mirror and kind of uh, reflect on what the heck they are doing they just need to step back step away rewrite and blue beetle blue beetle are you excited to see blue beetle uh, i am sort of excited but i don't have high hopes because i could not tell you the last time i enjoyed a dceu property nope Has nothing nope, not this not year. even wonder woman not last year well i mean wonder woman when was that 2019 2018 20 when did guardians 2 come out Whoa, 20 a long time ago see it's been years that's that's the point <laughs> wonder woman came out in 2017 so okay yes yeah, so it has been six years <laughs> if i had a child in 2017 he would he they would be smart enough to understand i, I could tell that child 
I haven't enjoyed DC since before you were born. <laughs> I he runs off that. crying. <laughs> yeah. So I ruined DC for daddy. Yep. You, you, since I've had you, I have never enjoyed a DC property that could, <laughs> and it's your fault. <laughs> but again, we'll see. We'll see how Blue Beetle does. Anyway, so we've reached the end of our show and we are going to bring back a game we've been playing for the past couple weeks slash months and it is called guess that character working title i can't remember whose turn it is this time it's my turn i right? think it's yeah it's, i think it's your turn to guess okay because i gave you the thing last time yes and haven embarrassingly failed that i mean i've just been a huge disappointment on this episode i'm, I'm ready to wash my hands of oh. it all right, I want right. to throw this Battle Cat figure out the window. <laughs> well, let's see. Maybe you can redeem yourself if you can stump me. So go ahead and give it to me. <laughs> okay. Let me start the timer. We are going in three, two, one. Okay. DC or Marvel? Neither. Oh, Image. Nope. Oh, gosh. Dark Horse. Nope. Oh my goodness! Is it? A, <laughs> hmm. Is it a male or female? It is a male. Male. Can they fly? Yes, they can fly. Uh, black hair. No. Uh, red hair. Nope. White hair. No. Oh my goodness! What color hair? Blue hair. Not blue. <laughs> what the heck? Blonde. Yep. Blonde hair. Okay. Okay. Um, what other mar- what other comic book publishers are there? Uh, okay. Uh, are they hero or villain? Uh, they they, they dance between the line. Are they IDW? Not IDW. Not IDW. Uh, I'm trying to think, what others there? Boom. Not boom. They're based out of Jersey. I'll give you that. Based out of Jersey. Hmm. Not a hero or villain. Uh, 90s character? They come out in the 90s? I want to say early 2000s. Okay. Is it it the Max? It is not the Max. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Valiant Comics? No. Oh, gosh. I'm going to give you more time. Keep guessing. (laughs) Do they have super strength? Yes. Super strength. Okay. I am a, a male who fly who can fly. He's blonde. Not he's kind of an anti-hero. Super strength. Does he have a gun? No. No gun. Have a sword. No sword. Can they can they create their own weapons? No. Oh. Hmm. Came out in the two thousands. Well, I thought I was done for when you said blonde and could fly and then super strength. Yeah, I'm trying to think. But he's not one of the, the regular characters. Okay. All right. I'm going to try. I'm just going to go and guess. All right. Okay. Is it Homelander? There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Well, what is what is the boys? What's their publisher? Dynamite. Dynamite. Okay. I feel like I named every publisher I can think of except for... Oh, my goodness. Okay. You really... The only one I, I was left was like Dynamite and Scout. <laughs> I was thinking of like all the like the super indie ones too at that point. I was like, I I don't know, like 
Oh, okay. Okay. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, thank you. I, I think what threw me off was the hero or villain part. Uh, yeah, because I didn't really know how to answer that because it's like in the public eye, he's a hero, but he's actually a colossal douchebag villain. Well, he's definitely a villain. He's 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 done a lot more villainous things than heroic things. Let's say that. True. I think I think the I think the best character who fits that bill and would be up for debate is Omni Man. Yeah, I would say that. I, like they're both really cut from the same cloth. Yeah, but Omni Man does some stuff near the end of the run that makes it's it's kind of redemptive. Um, sort but he's of. still a mass murderer. He still has destroyed plenty of planets full of yeah. life forms but yeah yeah <laughs> and he he killed off their uh their justice league but as far as mark grayson's stories does and story goes and what he does for him at the end true there is a redemption but there's a redemption in, still... in mark grayson's eyes as far as the father-son connection but as for the greater universe yeah he's he's still uh he's still a a mass murderer so mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, there we go. I finally got. I've got two now, officially. Hey, yep. Storm and Homelander. <laughs> Great. Let's go with it. That's awesome. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, that is our show. Thank you guys for listening. We are going to do our best to come back every week, and of course, get back on our social media because that is where our bread and butter is. And you guys seem to love us on YouTube and TikTok, so we're going to try our best to give you some more of that. But you can always find us here Monday for your favorite podcast. All four of you from across the world. <laughs> uh, we will talk about everything that you want to talk about, but we're going to talk about things that matter to us most importantly, and give you the takes that are that you need to hear yeah be thankful what for you what you hear. get it's what you need to hear okay find us on social media like i said youtube tiktok instagram uh be sure to give us a follow a like a listen all that good stuff but for subscribe, now why don't you please subscribe but for now i am eugene i'm haven huge fan and this is the 616 show <laughs>